0: I am Jason Sohail, and joining with me as always is my ever-so-lovely and craves coffee no more wife, Anna! Hello
1: everyone! Hello!
0: And welcome to a very special episode of Turtle Recall! What
1: We miss you guys, we are not sure you miss us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we totally miss you guys! We took uh, last week off because it was uh, Thanksgiving, But we have returned, and not only have we returned, we returned to our very special episode we want to talk about, which is we're going to be talking about the episode Kawabunga Shredhead. It is my absolute favorite episode of the series, and what I found out from you guys, it is your guys' favorite too. Like, a lot of you guys actually reached out, and a lot a lot of you guys uh mentioned like at uh too good max from uh from Twitter writing this episode is classic uh, a lot of just a lot of you guys has very fond memories of this episode and we got we're going to get through like we're going to try to get through all your guys' like uh, comments uh because you guys like put in a lot and I'm going to we're going to go ahead and apologize if we missed yours uh and we didn't get to it. Uh sorry. It's only because there were so many and um I try to make sure that to get everybody in here. <laughs> All right. Uh but uh yeah, we're we're talking about that episode. Like I said, it's one of my favorite episodes. And you know, to be honest, this episode, if you remember, it really started the podcast.
1: Oh yes. I remember the pajama party.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, so if you guys are new, uh, let us like get you situated on how we how this podcast like actually happened. So, on um, and I we run a YouTube channel called uh, Moving Black Push, and we've been doing that for the past uh, five years now. We finally got to a thousand subscribers!
1: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we passed a thousand.
0: We passed a thousand yeah, exactly. Um, and. W- Anna had this great idea way before there was a pandemic um, and everyone else started doing this. Uh, she was like, oh hey let's do like a Facebook watch party and because and we did this because like we couldn't do it on YouTube because if we did it on YouTube we get copyright strikes mm-hmm. and we're like, all right we just do it where we're watching Ninja Turtles we're doing Facebook live. Of, like, while people, like, watch us. And we just... We had to make sure that my head was covering the actual, like, episode. Like, the the TV.
2: Yeah.
0: J- j- we're just doing everything to make sure, like, you know, the... That we're not, like, uh, streaming the episodes. Uh, but, like, and... And, like, so I picked, like... I picked my three favorite episodes. And uh, for the first one we watched was actually this one. The other two... Was uh, Mighty Rocksteady and Super Bebop and the Corporate Raiders of Dimension X.
1: It was the first time I was watching any of these.
0: Right, this is the first time you saw this, and now here's here's uh, here's my thing. Whenever I want to introduce someone to a series that I really like, and I recommend for y- for you guys who wants to do this for your friends and family, i uh, do this too. If you want to introduce something. Don't introduce with the first episode. The first episode is always like the worst one, to be honest. And it's always because when you introduce from the first, the first episode, they always have to lay out the groundwork. They have to, you have to introduce the characters. And a lot of times the actors don't know the characters because they're just starting. And most 90% of the first episodes are pilot episodes. So they 100% don't know the characters. They're not like uh, familiar with them. And so, every time I want to introduce someone to a series I really like, I always, I always, like, choose, like, what I felt is the best representation of the show. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's how I felt with Cowabunga Redhead was, and that also was like, that it's also happens to be my favorite episode, but it's the best representation. Yes. Yeah. And, because, after Anna watched it, she was like, I really want to watch this. Yes and that's when we had the idea of like okay you know what we're gonna watch this but let's make a podcast about it mm-hmm. and you know 36 later 36 episodes later you know semi-successful people have been liking us
1: yes, yes. Like, we've been getting new friends i remember the first time also that that day which uh, when i watched this uh i Asked you to order pizza.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, after that, she was like, oh, you need to order pizza. I was like, all right, fine. (laughs) Order pizza. In celebration for this episode, I did order pizza for this episode. Because because we know (laughs) that it... uh, Also, so before we get into news, uh, something else I really want to bring up. So over the Thanksgiving break on HBO Max, they had a... Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion special,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and during that special, which if you guys if you guys watched and grew up with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, highly recommend uh, watching it. Um, it was really cool. Um, and like if you grew up watching the show, you would like love like the whole hour. I think I think it was an like hour and a half or something like that. It, it's really worth it. I, I, re- I really enjoyed it a lot. At one point. Of this special, they talk about the actor James Avery, because James Avery uh, was most well known for that show. He was Uncle Phil in in that in that show, and that's like he probably the show that he is the most well known for. Mm-hmm. And they all they had was great things uh, to say about him. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the reason I'm bringing that up. And I'm pretty sure most of my listeners already know this. Uh, James Avery, very famously voiced Shredder
2: uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh, on this area, and, and unfortunately, uh, you know, he he left this world at in 2013. Um, yeah, you, you know, uh, so, uh, but uh, he made a lasting impact on everything he did. Because even if you remember uh, when we talked this shredder? to, yeah, this Shredder. Yeah, because even if you remember when we talked to uh, Pat Fraley, uh, like you know he he all he had was like good things to say about him. He was he was saying how much of a uh, Shakespearean actor he was. Yeah,
2: yes. Right,
0: right. And they were saying the same in the the cast of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They're saying the same thing. They're saying oh he was such a great actor. He and like uh, he inspired Will Smith to do better. And like they're talking about his like his Shakespearean actor roots. And so, yeah, it was so cool. And the reason I'm bringing, up, bringing this up is because a lot of you people uh, brought up that this was James Avery's like, best role he did in the series of, uh, of uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, including um, Mitch from Duck Talks. He said he didn't have much memories about this episode in particular, but he remembers James Avery doing such an awesome job in this episode.
1: Yes. Uh, I, I really liked like how they uh, they successfully changed one character and one personality to something completely different.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. I mean and his his really his acting chops really show off over here because he goes from like, you know, menacing Shredder to like this fun loving Michelangelo where you really believe he is Michelangelo. You don't yeah. believe that it's shredder pretending to be michelangelo you believe it at, the, the, at that moment you believe that he is michelangelo yes yes. and yes. he does that uh, really well um something i want to bring up is like so obviously when i was a kid i didn't make the connection that shredder and uncle phil were the same person because you know like i was a kid um uh-huh. and i'll never forget all right so there was there's this excellent excellent underrated uh animated tv series it's called Prince Valiant, uh, and if you guys haven't heard of it, first, don't feel bad because not a lot of people heard of it, but if you guys haven't heard of it, I believe it's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it. I know the DVDs are out, out of print, but what I really loved about this series, so this first the series was on, like, the Family Channel, which had gone through, like, 20 different name changes. Now it's called Freeform, uh-huh. but this was, like, back when it was originally called the Family Channel. Uh-huh. And it was aired, like, in prime time because it, it was trying to be, like, a... Hey, this isn't a kid's cartoon. This isn't an adult cartoon like The Simpsons. This is, like, something the whole family can watch together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I mean, it's about, like, you know, uh, like, the whole, like, King Arthur and, like, those kind of... Like, Camelot and all those, all those things. Uh-huh. Uh, well, in that show... They did this really cool thing with the theme song. Because you know you know how like most kids show kit theme songs, including this show, where all it is is just you just have that catchy song and it like that's really it. You don't even get like who created it or anything like that. It really is just a a waste a minute time just so that's a minute that that the animators don't have to work on for a show yes oh that show what they did with the theme song was they actually did put credits for the actors like they they treated like the actors they were like like they were part of like a like a main show because like you know how like the main shows would be like they showed like the character and they showed like which actor was doing the uh the the acting of the person.
2: Yes.
0: This one like they would show the character and then they would show you the voice actor, like in the in the uh in the theme song, in the the opening credits.
2: That's so cool.
0: It was so cool. And what I'll never forget was they actually showed, because uh, James Avery was also in that show, and his name, like, showed up in the in the in the theme song. And I just remember I saw that, and I saw his name, and I recognized it because, you know, I watched Fresh Prince at the time. That You know, Fresh Prince also put that name, and I was like, oh. And then when I heard his character, and I was like, he sounds so much like Shredder. You know, and I because like, at that point, uh, the Iron Man TV series was on, and he also did the voice of War Machine. Uh-huh. And so, I knew... Uh, I knew that War Machine and Shredder was done by the same voice, and and then I saw, then I saw, then I heard his voice as as that character, and I can't, I'm blanking on the character's name now. Um, but, um, he he did um uh, he did that voice too, and I made the connection like that's the same, that's the same voice.
2: That's so cool.
0: And, you and so- yeah and like once I put two and two together I remember like I called up my friends like guys you won't believe it <laughs> and like okay, and guys, you have to understand this is like internet Before... was dial-up at this time yeah like you know th- this information was not available out there but I was like guys guys because I remember I grabbed my I grabbed my my tape my VHS tape which is happened to be cowabunga shredhead because that's the only episode i had on vhs and i looked at the credits i saw his name james avery over there and i was like guys you won't believe it uncle phil is the shredder and like (laughs) none of my (laughs) friends like believed me until like internet would start being popular and then they start i was like dude i told you that like five years ago guys come on (laughs) where were you (laughs) <laughs> but like it was just like it would it, it was the thing that blew my mind. I was in high school at the time, That's and so like fun. that, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, uh, uh like so, yeah, like it, it it was just amazing. Just like, I and you know, if you guys are listening to this podcast, I'm just really curious. Like, when did you find out, like Uncle Phil was Shredder, and. Like, when did, like, how did it, like, blow your mind? I, I, I really am curious about this. I mean, and I'm curious, did you have, like, an a over-obsessed fan like I did who just, like, who would, like, call you in the middle of the night for no reason just to come and tell you that, <laughs> <laughs> that he just blew the mystery wide open?
1: That's so cool. Yeah. I love how you're, like like um sense of hearing is like so strong
0: right right
1: well also because by that
0: time and i will say because of prince valiant that's like when i started to be like i want to know who these voice actors are because like that's like when i was like oh my gosh like like i because i
1: i think it was so interesting for you that like up up until now you're so into like paying attention so much to voice actors
0: right exactly exactly no no one, 100 percent. and like you know it just like when you find out like especially when you get to put a face on the voice actors like it, it just it really like it really like started like blowing my mind like and everything I was like wow that's what the person looked like <laughs> everything so all right uh you know what let's go ahead and start getting into news you ready Yes. All right. We're going to actually have some uh, sad news. Uh, so. I oh,
2: know.
0: Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, voice actor uh, Kirby Morrow uh, unfortunately has passed away uh, back in uh, November 18th. So it was like. It, it was like right after we released our uh, podcast that this happened. Uh, uh, so, if you guys don't know, uh, Kirby, he voiced Michelangelo in the Next Mutation series. Uh, well, he's done so much more than just that series. Uh, he's actually he's done a lot of anime. Like, Inuusha really comes to mind. I forget his character's name. But he was in that series. He was currently in the Lego Ninjago uh, series. And... Uh, they actually put a note out there that said that like he voiced um he voiced for the rest of the season. So for the rest of the season, uh, they're gonna actually have uh his his voice there, um, and then I, they haven't said what they're doing uh next season for, to replace him. Um, I've actually I've actually had the chance to meet Kirby. Uh Hello. he's a yeah, he's a really nice guy. I met him at Anime Weekend in Atlanta like so long ago.
1: Was he old?
0: Uh, No. 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 He uh, he's only about... I want to say he's like 10 years older than me. Not too... Oh,
2: my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, the funny thing is uh, when I actually met him, um, like... And, like, this was, like... Like like I said, this was long ago. This was during when X-Men Evolution was coming out. And he did the voice of Cyclops. Uh And when uh, when I met him, I actually... um, I told him, oh... I really liked you in uh, Ninja Turtles Next Mutation. And, like, he looked at me. He was like, you know I'm in X-Men 2, right? Like, you know I'm in all this other stuff. <laughs> I
2: like,
0: think it's just because it's been a big joke. Because even the people who've been in that series know that it was not a good series. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, I'll definitely miss him. Uh, unfortunately, I never, because like, when I saw him, that was, like, before the DVDs of... Uh, an expectation was, like, out, and I never had the action figure of Michelangelo. Uh-huh. The only thing I have him signed that I had was a X-Men Evolution DVD. I never had him sign anything Ninja Turtle related. Aww. Uh yeah, I know, I know, but, uh, but we'll, def- I mean, 100% percent one will miss. Um, if you ever had the chance, uh, to meet Kirby, uh, like, you know, let us know. uh, uh he, w- when I met him, I only met him once, and he was such a super nice guy, and, um, uh, I mean, eh, like, you, like, just such a kind soul, and, like, really gone from this world too soon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, that, so that's our unfortunate news we, uh, wanted to bring you up, so let's go ahead and get to, like, some better news here.
2: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so, let's have you talk about, uh, Last Run-In.
2: <laughs> All
0: right, um, so, Last Run-In, the second printing is coming out next... Wednesday, December 9th, and it is confirmed to have, like, 50,000, like, issues for the, like, for the, uh, printings. Like, 50,000, um... That's enough. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So, because I know, la- the the first printing sold out quickly. I mean, it was, like, impossible to find.
1: Uh, I love
0: the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the art is really good, uh, but yeah, Tom Waltz has confirmed that, uh, 50,000 of the, uh, of the second of the second printings coming out is coming out on December 9th which is next Wednesday. So if you guys did not get the issue and you don't want it uh, you want physical you have a you have a good chance to get a physical uh, one uh, next week and hope and then he didn't really say how much of the second issue is being printed, but he did mention that there's going to be a lot more of the second issue being printed. So So hopefully hopefully with the second issue um it won't be so hard. Um but if you guys haven't pre-order it and if you guys remember uh it's been delayed and maybe part that might be the part of the reason it got delayed was to amp up the production. (laughs) (laughs) But that's uh that's our last run-in news. Uh this This came from NECA.
1: I love this one. <laughs>
0: yeah, this came from NECA. And, of course, you recognize this.
2: Yes, of course.
1: All
0: right. So, um, before NECA released this picture, there was a barcode uh, that was, like, leaked. Um, that was circling around the internet. And it, it said, like, uh, Ninja Turtle 4-Pack. If you remember uh, when we talked about, like, NECA, when they had their uh, Foosh uh, interview, we, we knew that there was a 4-Pack Ninja Turtles coming It was supposed to come, like... It was supposed to come last month, but I'm guessing because of, like, you know, we actually had some action figure delays. I'm guessing this was also part of a delay because they want to just... I'm I'm still in the theory that they're just bringing up more production,
2: Uh and
0: that's why everything's kind of delayed, so they can just... I mean, let's be honest. Like, I'm pretty sure Target's like, okay, we need to order more because we want more money. Uh Because, uh... Target and NECA, they don't make money from scalpers, uh, you know, so they they want that cheddar. They, like, you know, they, they don't, like, you know, um, the, like, having limited stock isn't good on either Target or NECA. And so it's good for resellers. They, they don't want, you know, they, they want the money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And especially with how fast... Uh, Grand Tour and Trag sold, and even the Triceratons, how fast they sold. I'm pretty sure they're like, okay, we need to... We, we need to order, like, more of these for these popular characters. So
1: they have, like, four of these?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be four of them. Um, uh, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be a four-pack. Uh, like, so NECA didn't re- really release details about it. So what we know is we know that there's a four-pack coming. It's going to feature the original Turtles. And it looks like the four pack is gonna have them in their disguises, and uh, you have no idea how happy I am with the mess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. They did
1: a good job. They did
0: a great job, and uh, they only showed these two. I'm hoping that the other two also have like different style faces.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but I like that it's different. Yes. Like, like you oh, know, man. like so we we don't have like for the same head or at least right now we know we we at least have two different heads. Yeah. We we don't know when this gets released. Maybe these are the only two heads we have and like we just have like two of each. But um when I was a kid, I really wanted the the turtles in their disguises <laughs> and I really wanted like and like because my one of my favorite action figures was the uh, the undercover Donatello, because the undercover Donatello was the only like one where he had the trench coat. He also had a mask, and that mask looked the closest to that creepy alien head looking mask
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, from uh, from the series. So it's actually really cool that we're we're having this. Uh, so, uh and. People were uh, people were trying to determine whether um it's the dark green turtles or the light green turtles because NECA released two different color var- variations. I think I think more people want the dark green because the dark green are are, are harder to find. Personally, I w- I'm hoping it's the l- light green because I have the dark green already. But
1: so, do you think uh they can remove this mask?
0: Yes, yes. I'm I'm guessing this is gonna be a head swap. Uh-huh. I'm guessing, like, it's going to be, like, one of those that like, you just swap out the heads. Oh, cool. And, so, because I'm pretty sure, like, this two, pet like, because, like, and, um, I'm really hoping, because, uh, so for the people on the audio podcast, um, um, they have the hats on top of the head, uh-huh. and, um, I'm really hoping that the hats come off. Uh, I'm hoping it's not molded with the actual head itself. Yes. Because then, because I I would like to have it like with the turtles with the hats too.
1: Oh, that would be great. Yeah,
0: because you know that that happened in the show a lot. Yes. But
1: I have a feeling if it's molded with the head, they probably have a separate. Hat in the pack,
0: and it could be too. I mean, you—we've seen NECA do like some of the stuff, but yeah. Um, personally, I'm hoping it's not molded. I'm hoping like you can remove it because you know we need to see their white baldness, (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) just their alienness of their head, and especially for the episode that that we're looking at today, uh, because we see a lot of this head.
2: Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. So, we definitely need, we definitely need, uh, uh, them to be able to remove the hats. So, uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, release date, they didn't, NECA has not put out any information about it, there's no release date. Um, there is a price listing only because of the, because of the leak, but that's as much as you want to believe the leak.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: but, I mean, it could be true. It could be, uh, you know, they, they could have been changed. We'll, you know, we, we'll find out when, when the uh, details actually start coming in. Uh, but, uh, and we, we we don't, we have we don't even know what the package looks like right now. So, hopefully this comes early next year. As I have a, I have a feeling, because, all right, I'm going to be honest. If it's not coming out now, it's not coming, it's not coming out in, in 2020. Because if you release something at like, the closer, like, you want to release something in between November and, like, the second week of December um, for holidays. Because if you release anything after, it's going to get ignored.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Because of, like, you know, um, people are busy, like, holiday shopping right now. And so, like, if you want a hot item, like, if you try to put it in there, you're... You're lost. Yeah, it, it, gets, it gets lost because, because like, you know, the, the last two weeks is, like, when everyone's just trying to... Big figure out toasters and pans and all these other stuff. They don't have time to look for, like, the new thing. <laughs> uh, all right. But, yeah, lo- definitely let us know uh, what you guys think about these figures. Let us know if you're planning to get these. I know a few people are like, oh, no, this is too ugly. I don't want to get it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what's wrong with those people. <laughs> like, I think they just, uh, their images was probably scarred. By those heads that the turtles would wear, the masks. <laughs> and they're probably like, oh, we don't want to forget about this. <laughs> All right. And the last thing uh, I want to talk about is this Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, Wizard World is doing another Ninja Turtles panel. This time it's with the four original voice actors. Oh, really? Yes, that is so cool. So, Ana and I, we had the pleasure to actually meet all four of them last year. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, all four of them, like, they are fantastic. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: we, like, uh, first, like, the four of them remembered us. Like, and, and when we say, like, they remembered us, like, because we actually gave them, like, we actually gave them, like, our, our birth names, like, uh, the, the harder names to say, yes. because, uh, you know, if you guys don't know by now, Anna and Jason, those are just American names, so we can, so we can, like, relate to other people, um, easier.
1: Yes. Exactly. Right,
0: exactly. Uh, but, like, you know, when we get to, when we meet, like, some celebrities because they hear... We, we like to have them hear, like, some more of the unique names. And they remembered our names really good. <laughs> and, oh, gosh. And let me tell you, Cam Clark, the voice of Leonardo, do you remember how much he loved our son?
1: Yes, oh, my God, yes. I remember. We have pictures and
0: everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went, I mean, <laughs> uh, like, literally the... The second time we went to go see him, uh, he went out of the booth and unhooked my my son out of his uh, uh, stroller and just started picking him up.
1: But, I mean, in a cute way.
0: Yeah, in a very cute way. In a very cute way. I mean, you know. Because
1: he, because he knew that he has the permission. Yeah, yeah, us. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He knew he had the permission from us and everything. He, he knew, like, yeah, it, it wasn't. Cam Clark was not trying to steal our son, <laughs> but no, I mean he was totally excited uh, to see him. And oh gosh, I'll I remember uh, you weren't with me that day, but so there. Um, I when I went to go see uh, Rob Polson, uh the second time, and uh, I had like I, I was like in line with with uh, with our son like in in my hands and everything. And one of the uh, one of the handlers, because they knew that the actors loved my our son, like they they took him from uh, from me. I mean, with my with my permission. Hold on, I got to add this. <laughs> with my permission, they're like, oh, like uh, and 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 they took him backstage. I mean, he got to meet like all the actors. I mean, he got to meet actors that we didn't get to meet.
1: <laughs> When you're cute, you have this I uh, know, uh,
0: exactly, exactly, because I, I just remember, like, all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden I look over, and I see that he's with, like, Barry Gordon, and, like, I was like, what? And then, and then, like, and then all of a sudden, like, I see him, like, all the way at the end of the convention with uh, the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I mean, he, they just took him everywhere. <laughs>
1: Probably our son would
0: be a voice actor. <laughs> he might be, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, definitely check that out. Um, if you go to if you go to uh, Wizard World and we have the link in our uh, YouTube uh, uh video, if you want to uh, go onto that link, uh, it will take you straight to the panel information, and from there you can actually purchase autographs. Autographs for each of the voice actor is forty dollars each. Uh, you can also get. Uh, chat, uh, chat time, uh, which I believe is $50. And, uh, I believe they also have video shoutouts, which I believe is also, uh, $50. And then you can also get, uh, for $25, uh, each of them you can get, like, a virtual photo op where basically you just get a screenshot of the, uh, of the Zoom call that you had.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, so if you, yeah, if you guys, um... If you guys are interested in that, that, that's in the link. Now, the panel, the our panel is one hundred percent free. Does I had people, I had like a few people asking me about this because they're like, oh, I would love to see the panel, but I um I don't have the funds right now. And like the panel is one hundred percent free. So just to let you guys know, like just like the uh, Judith and uh, Judith and uh, Ernie, that there that, that's his name. Uh, there the panel is free. Also. If you miss it live, it's going to be archived. So, like, uh-huh. if you, yeah, so, so if you're like, oh man, I'm busy at four p.m. Eastern time. Um, you, um, you're you're good. Oh, oh hello, yeah. uh, Road Pig John. <laughs> <laughs> How is it going? <laughs> We're just wrapping up over here. <laughs> Hopefully, you, you, you got to hear the news.
1: Yes, I- I'm happy someone said hello to us.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. But uh that is. Everything, uh, that we have for the past, uh, two weeks. Like I said, news is getting lighter around, uh, this time of year. I mean, just, I mean, just, just, just how, how it is.
1: All right. I'm so happy we had, we have the news again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not doing the news for a week was, it was kind of weird. Yes. (laughs) It was like, like, like literally like last week, because obviously we didn't do the podcast because we released the podcast on Thursdays (laughs) and Thursday was Thanksgiving but then, like, we got to Tuesday, and we're like, we, we really, we, we really, are like, sat around and we're like, we should be doing the news.
1: Yes, it's, I was feeling like, oh, I didn't check my emails.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how that felt like. And it was just weird. But, like, you know, it, it was good to get, get back into it. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, Uh, you ready to get on to what at Jonathan Craig from Twitter calls, one of the funniest episodes in all my favorites. Uh, J- James Avery comedic timing is perfect. For people forget how funny his shredder was. Uh, episode.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm ready. All right. I love how uh, we all have the same opinion.
0: Exactly. No, a lot. Of, like, as I mentioned before, a lot of people mentioned how this was their favorite episode and that James Avery did an awesome job in this episode.
1: I mean, to be honest, the animation was also, like, very great. Like, the way they were animating the uh, Shredder.
0: Yes, yes, yes. This animation, like, the team was like, did a lot more of fluid, fluid uh, thing than, like, normally what we saw in Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes, like, I'm saying, like, how they suddenly changed the, the cycle of his walking. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yes, 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 exactly. Things. Yes, yes. Okay, let, let's not forget, okay, because, all right. Um, I mean, I, r- let's not forget. All right, we just talked about how James Avery did a good job of of making him believable that he's Michelangelo. The animators did a great job of making Shredder believable that the character was also, yes, like because they they changed his movements, they really did like change him up. It could have been they they really could have done the easy thing of like okay, just animate him normal. But they went that extra mile of like just, just, just things. Just his like mannerisms were different. That like obviously a voice actor can't do yeah. because you know his old he only gives the voice and the animators give the body. And yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Animators did an awesome job, and of course, I mean, this is why we're a perfect team. I you know I I pay attention more to uh, with the voice acting because that's. More, more, my passion, and of course, you as a professional animator, your passion is the animation.
1: Yes, because when I was watching, I was thinking that, oh my god, this is so hard. If they gave me this project, like how struggle it would be for me, like to suddenly uh, a character that I was uh, like used to animate this way suddenly like animating differently. (laughs) Right,
0: right, all right. So let's let's start getting into it. All right, so this week we're talking about uh, season three, episode eighteen, Cowabunga Shredhead. This episode was directed by Bill Wolf and it was written by Dwayne Capizzi and Steve Roberts. Honey, you wanna uh, give us a summary on this?
1: The <laughs> summary is clear. So, <laughs> so uh, in this episode, uh, it starts with like a. Uh, uh, Michelangelo um, was eating too much pizza and um, uh, the turtles complained to uh, Springer so Springer um, decided to like hypnotize him that um, like some somehow like it, um change there uh, his unconscious that he doesn't like pizza anymore and um, and then um, um, uh, from the other side, crying and uh, shredder. They have a, they have a disc. They want to make a, um, a hologram of uh, Michelangelo, um, to, uh, I don't know why they wanted to do that, but I just want, I just know that they want. Oh, oh because, oh, because they wanted to, um, to, um, uh, to have a, a, fake version of Michelangelo that goes and talk the same and uh, defeat with the other titles and then um, then suddenly um, Rockstudy put the disc wrong and uh, machine like explode and that um, the, I don't know whatever laser or whatever it was hit the shredder and he he act, he started acting like Michelangelo and then uh, the rest of the story is that um, uh, es- Splinter also um, when he saw the um, shredder like that he and do the same, hypnotize that whenever I uh, whenever I tell uh, uh, Schroeder, you change to Schroeder. Whenever I tell Michelangelo, you change to Michelangelo. So the rest of the story is the back and forth between... The two character.
0: That's right. Good, job. Good job. It was a Bebop who put the wrong but it's All right. It's oh, it's, okay. it's a common mistake. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. They're, they're both of them are interchangeable. I know <laughs> in this podcast, I called one of them the other one when they did something because like they, I mean they really are like just so interchangeable when you talk about them.
1: Yes. Yes. Because they're always like with each other. Right. Right. They're always like they're one hundred
0: percent like they're with each other and like. The the way the duo is, is that they're both pretty much the same. And like because most duos is like you have most duos you have like a like a straight man and you have like the the dumb the dumb one. Yes. And but with Roxanne and Bebop, they're a special case. They're like both the <laughs> dumb ones.
1: Yes, they're both yeah. dumb and strong.
0: Yeah, they're both dumb and strong, exactly. So I mean, obviously, like, they're still, like, comedic together, but they break the mold of what duos should be. Mm -hmm. And, like, because it's always with, like, duos, you always want them to be unique. And, like, so you know which one is which. And you only know which one is which because of, like, they don't, they both look so different. (laughs) But they don't, but, like, personality, their personalities are pretty much almost the same. (laughs) All right. So, uh, the first thing I want to talk about, because this was actually brought up um, a lot, and I know we've talked about this before, but I want to bring up the title card. Because, um, you know, when we get the episode title, uh, we ha- it shows uh, Michelangelo with the swords. Uh-huh. And we've talked about this in other podcasts. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because I've had a couple of people bring this up again and so I kind of want to address it again because you know we're getting new we're getting new listeners and I want them to to know like how we feel um uh about this because all right so you guys if you guys don't know the title cards there's only two title cards there's one of Michelangelo holding two swords and the other one is Leonardo eating a slice of pizza
2: yes yeah.
0: and we brought this up in our theory is that they switched the headbands of the two characters? We think that Michelangelo should be eating the pizza, and Leonardo should be holding the swords, uh, mainly because Leonardo's the guy with the swords, and Michelangelo's known for pizza for pizza. The thing is that Leonardo eating the pizza is still acceptable because all Ninja Turtles eat eat the pizza, and, but then but every time when people see Michelangelo holding the swords, everyone always comments. Hey, why is Michelangelo holding
2: swords?
0: (laughs) And like, and I think it's like one of those things that people forget that there's only two. There's only two of these title cards. They made in what we think is what happened was they made this mistake once all the way back in season one,
2: yeah. And
0: they never corrected it. (laughs) And so for the remainder of this season and a uh, part of next season we're going to see this mistake and then we're going to get to a point where we're we do not have to worry about this mistake anymore but if you're new to the podcast and you're wondering why is Michael is holding his sword at the uh, um in the title card we think it's a mistake and it check the episodes again you'll see there's only two title cards and Michael Andrew has always been holding these swords since um since the very first episode
1: yes it's <laughs> funny
0: you're right So, other than title card, the other thing I wrote about in the beginning of this episode is how big is there uh, cabinets (laughs) in in the house?
1: (laughs) How big is the Michelangelo can fit?
0: Michelangelo can fit.
1: Uh, You see, the cabinet was, like, empty.
0: Yes, exactly. The cabinet was, like, completely, like, empty. There's no even shelves in there. (laughs) Like, like Michelangelo is in there. I mean, we're both short people. (sighs) I can guarantee you, I can't, and I'm pretty sure you can't fit in the in the cabinet. If we take out the shelves, our son can fit.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it was a it was a forcey expression when I right when I love someone.
0: <laughs> I know exactly.
1: <laughs> but even uh, I was thinking, even if he uh, fit into the cabinet, like. How the cabinet can hold the weight?
0: Right, uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, yes. How how could the cabinet like hold the? That's the other thing I want to bring up was how could the cabinet um hold the weight? That's like
1: other things that I wrote about the uh the kitchen, like they had a microwave.
0: Yes, we we've seen them have a microwave before though.
1: What kind of sewers has (laughs)
0: microwaves? Don't forget that these sewers have electrical outlets in it. If you remember, because we saw... If you remember, like, the episode where they're training and the training dummy was in the washing machine, and we saw that Raphael had to, like, cut the cord with his side, we saw that there was a clear electrical outlet.
1: But when you were a kid, like, microwave was something, like, very... mm -hmm normal that everyone had
0: yeah 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 I I mean um if I remember by time like when I was six or seven I believe that's when we got our first microwave and we like never had like we never had life without the microwave ever since
2: (sighs)
1: I mean, maybe some of it is because of the culture.
0: I, I, I think so. I think it, I think it's the culture. My mom still
1: doesn't have a microwave.
0: I know your mom still doesn't have a <laughs> microwave. I mean, I think most of my family in Iran do not okay. have a microwave.
1: And they don't know. I mean, when I came, I remember when I came to America, I didn't know what is the use of microwave. What do you use a microwave for when you can use a stove?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. <laughs> when Anna came into this country, I had a teacher who how to use the microwave.
1: And why you have to use and why
0: why we had like like it, it's all the time and like she uses it a little more now like not like all the time but like when I need to warm food I put it in the microwave when she when she wants to warm food like it it goes on the stove
1: I I still believe that when you warm it on the stove it's more delicious than it is more delicious
0: but it's faster in the microwave <laughs> You can put the plate that the food is in, that you shoved it in the uh, refrigerator, in the microwave. (laughs) So yeah, Mikey eats all the pizza and like the turtles get angry about this and they're like, they they complained to Splinter and Splinter was like, alright, we're gonna, I'm going to use this ancient Chinese ritual to uh uh to calm your mind and uh hypnotize you to not eat to not um crave pizza so much. And did you hear what did you hear what he said what the what the uh the method was called? No. He said it was called Kung Pao.
1: Kung Pao?
0: Kung Pao. Yes. I just looked it up.
1: What is
0: it? It, it Okay, because Kung Pao is like chicken. I mean I mean, it's it's like this type of like um the like uh it's, uh, it's not chicken. Um it, it it's a type of uh way of people of like the 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 Chinese like um uh, cook like like uh prepare dish. And like I mean it, it's a very common dish in a Chinese restaurant. Uh, right,
1: exactly. I think maybe we have to search it in um, psychology
0: phrases. I, don't know. I was trying to, but all I found was chicken in <laughs> restaurants, and I mean, and I believe I believe that is actually named after. Um, I mean, I'm not a Chinese expert or on this or anything like this, but I believe that's like named after like a like one of the one of the uh, ruler or one of the di- dynasty rulers. I could be wrong. Uh, but I don't think
1: what does the name again? Kung
0: Pao. Kung Pao yeah and i I just don't think this was a I don't think this is a this is a uh, Chinese like uh, uh mental uh, thing. I think they just I think the writers was like, oh we need something uh chinese and they're like okay kung pao and (laughs) they're like
1: good enough good
0: enough people (laughs) close enough enough. people kids will know that phrase and yeah like i i don't think i don't think they did really like uh research on like this they i just think they're just like hey let's just make up something
2: so why and even
0: Splinter's like drink Japanese at the same time And like he has this like Chinese Like because he says Chinese
2: <laughs>
0: Like so like I mean
1: Oh he said Chinese? Yeah he did uh, Yeah So uh when the episode started We saw that Splinter is eating uh, sushi Right I don't know why I wrote tofu But <laughs> 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 But uh, Like why he was eating sushi and the turtles were eating it because they were hungry.
0: They they wanted to eat it. If you remember, like Donatello was like, "Oh, I'm so hungry. I could eat um some of the sushi." Because the turtles have like, have made it clear that they don't like sushi. Uh huh. That they, they made it clear that they don't like sushi. Um, but like they're waiting, they're waiting for the pizzas to get ready.
1: But what kind of dad is it that you you, <laughs> you eat when your kids are around you and looking at your plate? <laughs> I don't know.
0: He is obviously not Asian enough, Dad. Um, because I know in like Asian, like like American cultures, this is like probably common. Like where, like, you know, like, everyone's like, ah, oh, just get the food, get, get your own food, and you eat when you, uh, when it's time. Uh, but like, you know, I know like the Eastern cultures, like, you know, your culture.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, um, it's like no 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 no, we all eat as a family it doesn't matter. Yes.
1: yes. Right
0: right 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 they they just
1: in our culture I, I know it it even it matters like who who start first. Right. <laughs> for example, for the water, uh, usually the youngest one has to drink first.
2: Right
0: right right exactly. Yeah so yeah that's I don't know, like like I said if. Splinter was a true Japanese, like, if they actually, like, did, like, some, like, Asian, uh, like, uh, research and everything, they would have, like, shown that the father would not be eating him- eating by himself while his four other children are starving. Yes. And he would not be calling- would not be using a Chinese uh, mind control that's named after a dish you can order uh, at a Chinese restaurant <laughs> with uh, spicy chicken.
1: I have to check that recipe.
0: Exactly. Alright, so then we go into the next scene which is in the Technodrome. Yes. And here is where we hear Krang... where's where we hear Krang talking. And thankfully, Krang... Does not have a lot of lines. Because this is not Pat Fairley.
1: Oh, I didn't like it.
0: This... Alright, so this was uh, Townsend Coleman. Uh, Townsend Coleman has done Pat Fairley's lines before as uh, Burn Thompson. Uh, this is the first time we've heard him do uh, Krang. And, uh, yeah, it's like... Different. It's very different.
1: I think, I think the problem is that Pat Fairley, like, do like, uh, amazing job. Right. And bring this character so, like, unique, like, voice that we can't accept any other.
0: I, I, 100%, I agree. 100%, I agree. Because, like, that's how I felt about, um, about, like, Raphael's replacement, uh, voice. Because at least, like, Greg Berg, when he did Donatello, it was, it was close enough, like, where, it, where, like, like, it's like, okay, you can accept that th- this was Donatello, just, uh, but you can tell like okay, it's it's a little off.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: but yeah, T- Townsend Coleman's crane uh, was not there. Uh, you see,
1: like sometimes like one one of your family member like get a cold and yeah, his voice changed. right and it's bothering you because you want his voice back. Right, right. This is how we feel like when one of the voices changed.
0: Right, exactly. That's exactly what it, what uh, what it feels like. Um I mean, but thankfully, thankfully the cra- character crying is still there. I mean, it's still like he's still he's still the character character-wise crying has not like changed. It's just that uh you know, I mean, and if we've talked to Pat before and uh, how it it was like one of those things where if someone wasn't there, and if you remember, he said like, uh, because he has family in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and like, so he was probably like in a trip in Hawaii during that time, mm-hmm. and they just, they just, he they just uh grabbed a person and be like, okay, who can do Crane's voice? And you know, that's as he said. If you haven't not heard our uh, podcast with Pat Fraley, definitely hear that, and you can definitely hear, like how these voice actors got, like, these temporary replacements. It's actually, like, uh, it's actually very interesting.
2: Uh-huh.
0: uh Again, this kind of stuff won't be happening now because of this Green Actors Guild. Uh, but there was none of that during that time. There was no union at the time for voice actors. So it was a free-for-all.
2: <laughs>
0: but, yeah, we, we have that. He's given um, Shredder uh, the uh, the plan, and he also gives Shredder a floppy disk.
1: Yes, I actually wanted to ask where you also call it floppy disk?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call that floppy disk. They call it like the graphics card. Uh. Uh-huh. Yeah, but no, that is like 100% 90s created and this is the hard floppy disk. So, you know, like like this isn't like the the the, the flat um the flat one that you saw in the 80s and 70s that you can, like kind of wave and go like paper thin. This is like, you know, they actually went up in a uh, uh, on a level of, like, actual uh, technology over here. Like, you know, they, they welcomed the 90s. Actually, well, this is still 89, but...
1: I don't know that the other one technology that you talk I don't think I ever saw.
0: You, you, you never saw, like, the, the original floppy disk where, like, it was... No. Like, it, it's black and, it, like, it, it was called floppy because it, like, it was like paper. It was like, you know, you could, like, do this with it. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Oh, gosh, I'll have to... I will uh, I have to show you. I don't mean, I don't own one personally. I I used to have to do college papers with this floppy disk drive. By the way, just to let you got just to let you kids know, in college.
1: What age you it, were when you were introduced to computer?
0: Um, I think I don't know. I think twelve, maybe, maybe, maybe younger than that. I I remember my elementary school. We had uh computer classes. It wasn't like. Every day or anything like that. It was, like, once every three months or something
2: like
1: that. We also had, uh, y- in elementary.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I remember we had to, like, learn typing. And, like, I never got typing down. I never learned how to like, actually type correctly until, like, I went to college. Oh, uh, like, I, I never understood. Because, you know, they would teach you, like, oh, put your hands like this and everything. And I, I couldn't, like, do all that. And now, now now because I only work with computers. It's, like, second nature. <laughs> uh, but... I still
1: type with one finger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. No, but, uh, but you feel shame? <laughs> no, I don't feel shame. I don't feel shame. But, but yeah. Uh, I, as I said, I'll never forget when I was in college. Because when I was in college, this is like when floppy disks were being phased out. No one was using them anymore. Except for my college professor. My college professor was still requiring that our homework assignments be on floppy disk.
1: What was wrong with him?
0: I don't know.
1: Was he old?
0: I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but... Sorry. Uh, At this point, instead of using floppy disk to save uh, stuff, uh, people were actually using uh, rewritable uh, DVDs. And Because at this point, or I'm sorry, not even DVDs, this is CDs. The CDs were re- rewritable. We we didn't make it to DVDs yet. Uh, but that that's what people were using to save data because the CD can hold, like, 600 megabytes. Um, I think that's what it was off the top of my head. While a floppy disk only holds 3 megabytes.
1: Yes, I think a floppy disk only can, like, save some, like ward or yeah
0: yeah 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 it, it was for no. right 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 exactly yeah and but nope we our our teacher was making us like i i remember like even when i was in college i had a zip uh disk drive a zip disk drive i was like i was like oh my gosh this holds 100 megabytes and uh psh, i mean that in that format didn't last to be honest um but like like i said and this was like USB drives at this point was just being introduced and like, but they weren't as popular as they are now. I'm pretty sure now kids can like, they just give USB drives. But as I said, my but because my college professor was still making us do a floppy disk drive, I remember I had to customize my computer, my new computer that I built for the, for my second year of college and I had to put a floppy disk drive oh. in it. Oh and I really God. was, like, I just remember, like, when I was getting the computer parts, like, the the person at the computer store was like, why are you getting a floppy disk drive? And I was like, my college teacher still makes us do assignments on the floppy disk
1: drive. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> computer science, guys. Computer science.
1: But in this episode, they show that um, the, the floppy disk had, like, a... 3D version of, like... Right! Well, it doesn't... It can't hold all this... Right, right. Graphic... A floppy Okay. A floppy
0: disk drive cannot hold all this information. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they're, they're showing... They're showing, like, oh, oh, it has, like, this information. It can, it can make a hologram. <sighs> and I'm like, no! <laughs> it 100% cannot do that. And this is, like, where we find out the plan. The, the plan was... That they're gonna make a hologram of Michelangelo. I mean, I don't know why they chose Michelangelo. They just chose Michelangelo.
1: Maybe he has the most character.
0: I, I I guess so. I mean, I mean for for character wise, I'm guessing like because he's so different from Shredder. Yes. Like I mean that makes sense. But like for the bad guys wise, like I don't know why they cho- like you know I don't know why they're like oh let's let's use Michelangelo. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe they thought he was the easiest one to capture. I think so, but but they chose they, they they chose Michelangelo. They're gonna make a hologram of him, and the hologram was gonna go in, um, like fool the turtles and like like capture the turtles, <laughs> like and and that, and and that, that was their plan. Um, and later on in the episode, we're gonna find out more into the plan, but 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 yeah, that was their plan. But this floppy disk has this sophisticated hologram of Michelangelo. Yeah, that's not good. And I also, I want to note, I want to talk about the uh, synthesizer. Like, you know, that that big machine. They called it the synthesizer. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Is it just me? Or did it look like it has a face? Like, it looked like a person.
1: Oh, I didn't pay attention.
0: Like, okay, it had, like, two dials. And the dials looked like eyes. And then it had, like, this, like... A square thing in the middle. It looked like a mouth, and then it had like two like little pointy antennas that could like totally. Oh
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, like every time I saw, it, I'm like, uh, like it, it looks like a person to me. <laughs> every time I see it, and like, <laughs> I'm like I'm like, this thing looks like a person. Well, at this point, what did happened?
1: You, did you talk about the part that. Uh... Bibo and, and Rasta, were cleaning suddenly. Oh, you! Know what? Oh, you! You look. We can
0: talk about that. I, I skipped that part.
1: Cause Rasta and Bibo were cleaning suddenly. Like a uh, shredder came with uh, the
0: transport module.
1: Tr- transport module, and that moment I was uh, thinking about myself when I cleaned the house, and suddenly like um, one of uh, like our son's uh, little friend comes. <laughs> That's how the the,
0: the, the, the the hurricane.
1: Yes, that's how what happened to our house.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Every time we clean up, and then his um our our son has his friend, and our his friend uh we we, we don't call, we,
1: don't say the name. We say we can just say his name. Uh, Transfer module.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just saying his name. We're just, we call him Hurricane. <laughs> we call we call, him, we call him Hurricane, um and Aww. he comes in and like cause we'll clean up everything and like he. She take all of her son's toys and like throws them on the ground. And our son, our son, who's such because I think he gets this from you, he's like, he wants to put everything back into place. So if you walk behind him, he'll like try to put everything back where he can.
1: <laughs> That's so
0: cute.
1: <laughs> Both of them are cute.
0: Yeah, so one thing I want to note about Roxanne saying bebop because. We see them, like, they're already in this uh this uh, warehouse and everything with the synthesizer in there. uh uh-huh. I, w- I just want to know, how did they get there? Because we know Shredder got there with the transport module, and he's, like, transport module, like, goes and breaks the floor and everything. Oh uh, yes. And, like, I'm just, like, I- I've always just wondered, like, how did Roxanne Bebop get there? Like, you know. They
1: <laughs> probably, like, made a hole in... Th- backyard or
0: something. Yeah, they probably did. They probably made like, a... Like, uh, yeah. Like, it's just like one of the things. I'm just like, wait, wait, how come, like, he made... Shredder made the mess.
1: It's funny because the transform for, transformer module, uh, usually from the place where it starts. Yeah. It has a, like a, a nice tunnel that starts. Right. But wherever you want to go, it always, like, has to make a hole and, like, it...
0: Right, right. It just makes destroy. a big mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a mess. It destroys everything. But, yeah, but what, from the starting point, it starts from a tube from the drill. <sighs> so, like, you know, like, that tube, like, kind of goes and, like... That's why everything's all perfect there. It's just the end... The end area, there is no... There is no tube over there.
1: I just... Uh, I just love to know how... How they find their way. <laughs> they probably have like, a special kind of GPS.
0: They probably do. So, at this point, Shredder asks Bebop to put the disc in the computer. Because for, for some reason, Shredder takes the disc out of the computer, out of the synth- synthesizer. And, like, to talk about it. And then he gives the disc to Bebop. And, like, okay, I want you to put it back in. I'm like, you just took it out. Why didn't you just leave it in? But, alright. For, for whatever reason. But, Bebop, what he does is, he puts the disc in backwards, and, like, now, Floppy Disc, kids, if you guys don't know, Floppy Disc actually does have a arrow for you to know where, how to put it into the computer.
1: I think this one did, they
0: they, they, No, this one did. I'm just saying, like, this arrow is there just for the Bebops of the world. (laughs) And because we see Bebop, like, he's putting the disk in backwards roxy is like oh, i don't think you're supposed to do that i oh, know it fits and he shoves it he shoves it in there <laughs> all right if you re- kids if you really think if you can sh- put a floppy disk into your computer backwards and it's going to zap you in the head and make you think you're a ninja turtle that's not going to happen in real life
1: <laughs> but i think it's stuck over there if you do that
0: it does get stuck over there and then you're going to have to like basically get a new drive and like kiss that floppy disk bye um i think
1: that i don't i was there's something in my mind I, I remember we used to that there was a there was a hole and we put like a pin inside it then it just
0: yeah that's where like disk drives uh-huh. that, that, that 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 uh that's where disk drives and everything i had to tell one of my uh, co-workers about it, because he was like, oh, oh, the disc drive won't open and everything. And I was like, just take a paperclip. And, and he, he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, just, I showed him how you just take a paperclip and just <laughs> put it into the hole in there. He was like, I didn't know you could do that. I'm like, that's what it's there for. <laughs> but yeah, it zaps Shredder in the head. And at this point, Shredder thinks he is now Michelangelo. <laughs> and the very so, uh, the very next scene, we see that all all the turtles, like the three turtles, they're standing up uh, with Michelangelo in the chair with and, and Splinter uh, still like, can like you know doing the, you will crave pizza no more, <sighs> and like Mikey repeating I crave pizza no more, and they're testing it out and everything, and. This is like we just see a very animated um, part of the episode because like everyone's faces are kind of moving differently, and we even get to a point where when they see Shredder, because at this point Shredder enters the the layer, and when they see him and they turn, you see that their bandanas like stand up, like they're shocked. To see Shredder there, uh, yeah. Did you notice that? Like, nah. you, no, no. Oh yeah, no. Like their their bandanas were just uh, their bandanas were just uh, standing up. And this is actually what Old Man uh, Winters uh, had to say about this. Um, so he said, first, how in the world did Shredder slash crying program that Michelangelo hologram? It holds all the information they know about him, yet when the information get, gets overlaid um, on Shredder's brain, he basically knows everything the real Michelangelo knows, including the location of the sewer lair. So, yeah, that's something I want to, that's something uh, we need to address. If, how did, like, because that's the, the, they programmed that with all the information they know about Michelangelo. And all of a sudden, like, you know, you know, Shredder, Roxanne, Bebop, Crane, they've been trying to find out where the Turtles' lair is. Yes. How, like, how did this program know where the Turtles' lair is when they personally don't know where the Turtles' lair is? Because, you know, Shredder as Michelangelo knew exactly where to go. Oh, right. Right, exactly. Also, while the original plan of making the hologram of copy of Michelangelo to infiltrate the Turtles, uh, the Turtles never got off the ground... How would the hologram be able to tangibly interact with anything? I figured that was the definition of a hologram. I mean, he's just basically saying, like, how can a hologram touch stuff? Because you know, a hologram is, you go, you go through it.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. That's definitely a big hole in their plan, <laughs> uh, and and also the second part of the plan, which we'll get into when we get there. And then, secondly. The super exaggerated animation, not so much. It was good or bad, just over the top expressive. But and that's what I was talking about. I th- I think even Donatello bandana emotes at times, and just uh here's that screenshot I was talking about.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
0: Yeah. So. So as I said, we get to a point. Uh, Shredder's uh walking in. And he has, like, the pizzas in his hand. And he's just...
1: <sighs> and the turtles are like, what?
0: Why is he here?
1: I think it's funny because I think this is the first test that the animator did to... That the Shredder walked, like, uh, Michael. Uh, yes. Because it's so exaggerated. It is
0: so exaggerated. And you're right. That is one... Because that is not Shredder's, like, character <laughs> with the way he walks. And that's probably how, like, the animators were probably like, like, hey... This is Shredder, but don't animate him as Shredder. Yeah. And like, and and like I have to and as you pointed out before, Animers did a great job on getting Shredder to like move like Michelangelo. Like, yes. you know, it it was definitely it's definitely a multi for animation. This kind of like characteristic is a multi team process. Yes. And it's funny I feel like they did a better job on getting Shredder to be Michelangelo than a few episodes ago when Shredder was supposed to be Splinter.
1: Oh yes.
0: Right. I mean, in I mean, with with Splinter, like with Splinter, there wasn't much of a to no, be honest, no. there wasn't much of a of a difference. Yes. But because of their because of the two different characteristics of Shredder and uh, Michelangelo, like just they just did a. Great job Mm -hmm. on just like getting all that character down, just from the animation to the voice acting.
1: And I love this phrase, I love this sentence from Shredder. He says that, um, like something like, I can eat a Mondo portion of pizza.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, Shredder has some great lines in this episode. Uh, but uh, before we get before we move on, we actually have a voicemail from Sean uh, from uh, TNT Nerds, and this is what he had to say about this episode. Anna, Sean from Ninja Turtle Nerds. How are ya? <laughs> uh, embarrassing confession about Cowabunga Shredhead. So whenever I saw the image of the shredder carrying pizzas into the sewer layer, I, I thought it was just a meme or something somebody made up. I totally forgot it was a real episode, so. <laughs> There you go. Age does things to you. No, it's a fun episode. I'm glad you guys are talking about it. Uh, Keep up the good work. And uh, really loved your Kevin Eastman interview. So uh, I'm glad we all got to get different info out of him. So uh, keep on doing what you do. And uh, we'll chat soon. Cool. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. And you know what? You and Kevin keep doing what you guys do cuz you guys are doing rocking it over at Team T Nerds.
1: Yes, exactly. Oh, I loved that I, I I loved it. It was
0: Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. No, no, it, um it uh it was great. It's like it uh you know, it's really the first time we've heard him like uh, his voice coming to us since yeah. like since we were on their their podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah, so no, that uh, that was actually uh, uh, really cool, but but yeah, uh, I know recently Sean has got the the complete series on DVD. And he's been actually watching the show. And, like, for him, like, most of these are, like, the first time he's been watching it. Uh, like, you know, he watched it when he was younger, but he never got into it as much until, like, he started doing the podcast with Kevin over there at Team uh, t Oh, Arts. cool. So yeah. uh,
1: he he's, like, somehow, like, me... Uh,
0: right right exactly yes yes somehow he's exactly he's somehow like you I think he's mentioned that his wife like remembers more of these episodes than he did
2: that's that's cool right
1: I really love like after Shredder came like uh Michelangelo couldn't stand uh Shredder being him and he was uh being frustrated and I was like it's getting too crowded here and, I, again, like I said, uh, this story is not big enough for two of us.
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, before that, though, we got to a scene where the Turtles, they grab Shredder, because at this point, Shredder, you know, thinks is Michelangelo. And this is where Splinter does the the Kung Pao on Shredder to basically, to basically make it that when they say Shredder, he turns into Shredder. When, say, Michelangelo, he turns into Michelangelo. Yes. Right. And one thing I read about this is that... So, it's Michelangelo and Donatello, they are grabbing Shredder. And, like, oh, and... And I was, like, uh... Splinter is like, about to do the mind control thing. And, like, especially at this point, uh, like... Splinter tur- makes Shredder back into Shredder. And then we get to another scene. All of a sudden, M- Michelangelo's headband turns into red. And we see it's like now it's like Raphael and Donatello grabbing onto uh, Shredder. It was just an animation mistake.
1: Uh, so yeah. it was a wrong. Uh... Wrong turtle
0: grabbing! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to say like the wrong uh, turtle mask But this one that, that grabbed me.
0: Yeah exactly Oh I love it Yeah 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 Don't don't worry We're gonna have some more uh, wrong turtles no, no wrong turtle talking in this episode <laughs> But <laughs> But So speaking of uh, Funny uh, Shredder lines You were talking about like how Some of the lines that you liked that Shredder had Like when he was uh, as Michelangelo mm-hmm. So at the fifth turtle from twitter this is what he wrote uh he wrote this is literally my favorite episode of the original series a lot of people saying that just to let you know uh, <laughs> um i had this on vhs and watched it religiously shredders i hunga for bunga line always made me laugh i also love that all the data uh for a hologram program completely fits on old school floppy disk <laughs> Right. So I want to bring it up because at this point, um, this is like where we're at the point where Shredder and Michelangelo like Shred- Mikey's Mikey is trying to get on the on the cheapskate and Mi- and Shredder as Michelangelo is also on the cheapskate and that's like he says I hung up for Kyle Bunga. I mean James Avery just kills it in this episode. I mean like and especially like especially with all the people we've talked to and we find out like most of the recording has been done in the same booth uh, with all the actors together. Like, so... It I really feel- is, like... Like, Townsend Coleman's, like... Uh, like, acting and characteristics has really paid off and James Avery has, like, paid attention to all that.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, like, they had, like, a good laugh like when they were, like... Doing this episode Oh
0: I'm sure 100% I would not be surprised If Throughout this episode Like this episode Probably like took Twice as long to record (laughs) Because of like I can just see Everyone just like Cracking up And like Just like Getting over I'm pretty sure The only person Who probably could have Stayed in character This whole time Was James Avery Only because He's a very trained actor Yes right. Like, uh, only a
1: good actor can do this.
0: Right. Exactly. Only good. Yes. Only good actors can like get through this. And. Oh, but I I like that. I like the fact he brought up the, you know, what we brought up, like the floppy disk and the information, uh, something he brought up. And I know I brought up this, uh, last week. I want to bring it up again, uh, for people listening to to this episode of the podcast, because he mentioned he had this on VHS. I actually had this episode on VHS and this was a big deal for me to have on VHS. And like you know, so last week was Thanksgiving. I learned I searched all over my parents' house. I could not find the VHS copy of this. Um, I cannot find my old VHS. I know I didn't like throw it out. I hope they they didn't throw it out, but I can't find it. But I love this episode so much that I really want it on video. My parents did not like buying movies. Television show. They didn't like buying anything on video. There, it was especially at that time we had a V VCR. They're like, oh, just record it off TV. Record it off that, that. That's all I kept hearing. I'm like, like you know, if you record off TV and you watch the VHS, especially we had a an antenna. Like the VHS had like really good quality. <laughs> so the fact is that they let me save up my money and buy this was a huge deal for me, <laughs> and. I watched this episode to death. And this episode was paired with the uh, the episode uh, from season 2 with uh, Rex 1, the police robot. Uh-huh. So I had that episode also memorized. <laughs> but, like, I mean, this was, like, my absolute favorite episode. And, like, like the fact that I had this on VHS was a huge deal for me.
2: Oh Yeah, exactly.
0: Because, <laughs> uh, like, I mean... I I remember later on my parents my mom she actually got me a video cassette of the original Ninja Charles movie but I'll never forget like cuz she said she bought it new but it didn't have the slip cover and I'm like I'm I'm like she didn't buy this new and I st- <laughs> I think to this day what happened was I think because my mom's a hairdresser and I think one of her clients was like bought this movie and, and they, and they watched it and she was like, oh, this is too much for my kids or something like that. Cause like, um, uh, cause the first movie had, had like uh, curse words and, uh, it was pretty violent compared to the cartoon show. Uh-huh. And like, I think that person gave that to my mom and my mom was like, oh, look, I went and bought you a, 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 a VHS. <laughs> cause it, it didn't have the slipcover And then, <laughs> like, like, But yeah, uh, the. uh. uh we mentioned this before. I know we. She probably
1: bought it from Ross or.
0: Yeah, probably. Marsha. Probably, probably. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no, way, there's no way that she bought that new. I don't think she paid money for it. I think someone just gave it to her, like without the slip cover.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's no way that you buy a new one and it doesn't have a slip cover. Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh but, but yeah, like as I said, this. Like me getting it on on video cassette was a huge deal, and if you've been listening to this podcast and you heard me say this like countless times, sorry, but it was a huge deal. <laughs> 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 All right, so we see at so at this point, uh, we see like Michelangelo, he's out on his own, like he just he got he he uh, he leaves uh by himself because you know. Sewer's too crowded for two Michelangelo's. <laughs> and we see him go into the uh, the pizzeria. And did you see what he was wearing on his face?
1: Michelangelo?
0: Yeah, Michelangelo. He was wearing the mask. The mask that we just talked about in our news section. Oh,
1: oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. In the news section, yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: These will the soon be guy.
0: the bald, the bald, strange, pale white guy. <laughs> has soon we'll finally have these in action figure form. Thank you, Neca. <laughs> I've been like begging for this like forever.
1: But before this part, yeah, uh, I just wrote that there's a scene. I mean, it's not that important, but um, it was rock study, Um, it was. This the- is
0: actually that scene. Go on.
1: It was the face of study R- but the shot was so, was so... Was so
0: close on to him.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, I, I know. Okay, so this was... it. So, this is the shot where Michelangelo is getting into pizzeria.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And, like, you know, he has the mask on and everything. And, like, because we even hear him, like, kind of like... He was like, I want to go here, but I feel like I don't want to go here. Like, you know, because of the whole... Kung yes. Pao, uh, mind trick thing, um, but then, and, like, we see that Rocksteady and Bebop were off the side, and, and, like, as, you know, they're trying to find Shredder, because of the, of the Zap thing, mm-hmm. and right before the commercial break, they zoom into, like, Rocksteady's head, and, like, in the way they zoom into it, there's no background or anything like that. It's almost like they only just did his head.
1: Yes. It's, and, like, a very cool shot. Like, like, it was, like, a poster. Like,
0: right, 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 right. Exactly. It was, like, you know, we're just getting rock steady. Just only rock steady. And, then, and like, you know, he's basically, like, saying, like, oh. Like, it, it gives, and it, it puts that, like, that, like, cliffhanger music. Of, and, like, um, basically it's saying, it's like, oh, we're going to get going to get this uh, turtle, and uh, and uh, this is even better finding the boss.
1: Yes, which, I, I mean, I think cin- cinematically it was not necessary to get so close to a character, because when you do that, it's because you want to know that character better, or right. as it, Important.
0: an important... It was more for because... It was trying to let the kids know, hey, this is a cliffhanger. This is going to be a commercial break going soon. They want to show the importance of like, okay, don't change the channel, kids, because something something really, something really important is going to happen. Uh-huh. And you don't want to miss it. Cause, uh-huh. Because, you know, obviously we're watching it without commercials. Oh, uh, okay. You know,
1: it makes sense now.
0: Right, exactly. Because that's why you see it fade to black after that.
1: Because uh-huh.
0: that was a commercial break. Okay. Yeah. Then after that, we have the creepy voice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, are you back after these messages? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The creepy voice. <laughs> All right. So, so when we get back, that's like where Rocksteen and Bebop, they're in uh, the pizzeria with Michelangelo. With Michelangelo's, like, disguise. Obviously, his disguise is not good enough because Roxanne Bebop know that that's a turtle in a in a white mask. I mean, all right.
1: His hands was green.
0: Yeah, his hands were green. See, how how did the pizzeria guy not realize that like this person's not normal? When Rocksteady and Bebop know that this person's not normal. Cuz you would expect like intelligence level wise, Rocksteady and Bebop should be fooled by by Michelangelo in a mask.
1: I, you know, in this in this show, like all the normal people are like uh, has lower IQ than like the dumb people.
0: That's true, one hundred percent. That's true. But yeah, it I, I, I just want I just want to note that like Roxanne people knew that Mikey was was not a human with green hands, <laughs> like. But yeah, and like I, I think this episode is where we get the most expressive shots of like that weird head thing, because like we're seeing like we do we see like that it has eyelids and the way like Mikey's like kind of like, uh, shifting his eyes around, and then like I mean obviously we've seen when they talk like their lips match move and then they make a point to say oh but oh, these masks do that with them, um and like they can eat with the mask on. I, I the, we other episodes they they point that out before, but like like you know, like the, these masks is pretty much like a human head at this point. This is like either awesome puppetry or the most realistic latex mask known to man. <laughs> um but yeah, after like after uh the Mikey Roxy bebop uh fight, uh, unfortunately Mikey gets captured, you know, uh, you, no. you,
1: d- you didn't mention that he, he couldn't, uh, he, he wasn't make. Sh- he wasn't sure that he want pizza or he doesn't want pizza. Oh,
0: that's right, yeah. He, he ends up getting a soda.
1: Yes, and so he said, I want a soft soda, and can I get a soft drink? And then uh, the, uh, the guy gave him a soft drink and said, uh, here you go, it's a soft drink, goes well with your uh, soft head.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, all right. So, so the guy knows that this head is not natural, <laughs> or he also knows that Mikey could be like one of those original soft head action figures, because the original action figures of the Ninja Turtles they had like they they're worth so much money now because like uh, uh, they were they were only produced like they only produced like so many of them, but like the the heads were kind of squishy. They call them soft heads. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, because when I was a kid, all four of our Ninja turtle figures have the hard heads that like the hard plastic heads that everyone knows that that they have but one of my kids in the like i played with in the playground had a donatello and i specifically remember his donatello and i remember his head was like squishy and like all the kids were like going to and they're, they're all like hey can i see this action figure like you know we're all like all like going through and we're just squishing his head and we're like we never seen this before. And like, because like, the kid didn't know that other Donatello toys didn't have these squishy heads. Now, I'm hoping, I don't know who, I can't remember who the, what this kid's name is. I don't know, I mean, but I'm hoping that kid, like, didn't like throw away that action figure or anything like that. Because that action figure, he could probably sell it for $100. I mean,
1: he's probably like, he's probably like now sitting on it. Uh, comp- Goldmine. Comfortable couch in Beverly Hills, and yeah, probably, probably yes. Watching each other. Those
0: yes, exactly. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Those kids want to play with my soft head Donatello. Little did they know, it made me a millionaire.
1: <laughs> millionaire billionaire.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So Mikey gets captured by Roxanne Bebop, and we get to the next scene where we have the. The turtle, the other three turtles, and Shredder go to April in Channel Six, uh-huh. and the one thing I wrote is that we see Shredder wearing the freaky white mask.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, he has the, he has the trench coat, uh, as well, and everything. But like, it, it's just like, it's so, at this point, it's a funny concept because, you know, Shredder has the face mask, and. He has, like, the, he has, like, the, the, the the other, like, in the helmet. And he has the face mask on there. And, like, first, this also tells us that the turtles at least have five of these face masks. They don't have four. They have five. I mean, because they had an extra one. Yes. And, like, somehow Shredder didn't, like, destroy, like, you know, poke a hole on this mask or anything like that.
1: I have found that. Uh, the turtles and they have a dollar store in their, <laughs> in their city. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: if you remember, April was the one who bought these masks.
1: Uh, I'm saying, like, there's.
0: A... They just went and they found another dollar store mask and just gave that to Shredder? Yes. <laughs> Probably.
1: So here I wrote rock on guy head. I don't
0: know what. Oh, 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 uh, oh, oh. oh. Rock said she shoots the ceiling. Oh, uh-huh,
2: uh-huh. uh, and,
0: and then that hit, that hit the. The, the pizza owner's, uh, head.
1: Oh, I, I feel like that was, like, too violent.
0: Uh, a... Oh, you felt that was too violent? Uh, something I want to note is, like, when we see that part of the ceiling, um, like, you know, the, the, most of the ceiling is, like, background, and then we see, like, the, the part that falls is, a like, cell, uh, thing, and, like, you, so you can, it's, like, one of those, like, classic, like, animation things where you know which parts are gonna, like, move, and, like, the, which parts are just gonna stay there. Yes. Right, uh, that's something I always remember uh, uh, from that scene.
1: you were so smart than your kid. Didn't you know that.
0: Uh, of course, I always knew I was smart. A <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like you know, the turtles they, they tell April about the whole Shredder thing. They look at the they look at the disc. The disc breaks April's computer. <laughs> like, oh, uh, and then at this. point, at this point, they're like, okay, we need, we need Michelangelo, because, uh, I mean, obviously they need Michelangelo, because they know that the bad guys are trying to replace Michelangelo (laughs) with a hologram, so they need to find the real one, and so, like, they basically ask Shredder to, you know, uh, um, they ask, they ask Shredder to to, uh, to be Michelangelo, like, or, like, they ask Shredder, like, hey, where would Michelangelo go, and, uh, like, you know, so he basically tells them, oh, I'd go to the, uh, Vinny's Pizza, and everything, and so they use Shredder to find where, where is like, located at, uh, one, um, and then, and then, so when they go to the pizzeria, they see, like, everything's destroyed, like, uh, and, and this is, like, I want to... Things I just kind of want to note at this point. So, because he... Because Shredder mentions... I mean, I understand. Shredder thinks he's Michelangelo, so he thinks he's a turtle. I mean, and because he thinks he's a turtle, like, I guess he lo- he sees himself as a turtle because at one point he asks like, oh, is my headband not on straight? When he kind of, like... Moves around his head and like it's like you know he can't feel that he has a helmet on, and then like, and then at this point they're in the pizzeria, and he sees like the, he sees the the cheese on the cheese grater,
2: uh-huh.
0: and he and like so he has to take off his mask to eat it, and he, does he not realize he has a mask on? Does he think that he's in the year twenty twenty where we have to wear masks <laughs> and social distance? I mean I, I, I like 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 things I'm just trying to like things I'm trying to figure out logically at this point. Like how did how did someone who thinks is Michelangelo not realize that something might be wrong?
1: Uh I don't know. I don't have an answer.
0: But... I, don't, I, don't, I don't. think anyone has it. I don't think the writers have an answer for this. I don't, I, I don't think it. I don't think there was an answer for this. I think they're just like oh, just accept it. Yes. Just accept it. It's a kid show. <laughs> but yeah, we also find out even if, even if uh, Shredder says the word Shredder, he becomes Shredder.
2: That
1: I, I thought that was like genius and like very f- uh, funny things how they did that. Right. To grab the cheese from the shredder and right, uh, right,
0: right. Have a yeah, no, no, no. To be honest, like because if they didn't like, he would the, there would have been no reason for him not to be like they would have to like go all the way to Rocksteady and Bebop, uh, like where and they, they would have to figure out where the synthesizer uh, is. Mm-hmm.
1: um I thought it was like for the writer, it was very like mm, genius because. We were not expecting uh, share the change to share there by himself.
0: Right, right. No, no, no. I, I I definitely agree. And then, all right. Something I want to note about this uh this pizzeria because when we first see the pizza when we first see like the pizzeria it looks like one of those like hole in the wall kind of places <sighs> where like there isn't there isn't much place for people to sit. There's uh it's just like it just looks like there's a counter and a few tables. Uh-huh. But then we go to the back room. And it's so beautiful. It is so huge. And, like, <laughs> they have this oven they can ma- like, that is designed to make, like, 20 pizzas.
1: That's the scariest, like, hell oven.
0: Uh, exactly. I mean, it is this huge oven with these Dr. Seuss Mickey Mouse hands <gasps> <laughs> to do the topping. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah because you would expect like this to have like a small like kitchen area and like the oven is like you know just the, the normal ovens like where normal pizza ovens where you just take the pizza and uh, put it on the uh, board and you put it in the <laughs> pizza oven and you take it out That that's what you expect yes or even like something like uh domino's and pizza hut where you put it on like a small conveyor belt it just goes through the oven and just like bakes uh, and then comes out. But instead this thing has this elaborate thing that totally works for a bad guy and that can make a pizza that's as big as a three foot turtle <laughs> as like Raphael and, and Leonardo get trapped in the conveyor belt as like they're like getting going uh to their doom in this fiery pit of this oven
1: like leonardo was very like useless in this episode unless he was just a... here he got just being on a pizza
0: yeah yeah you, you you expect a leader who also has like swords on his back like
1: he didn't say anything he didn't right like, do anything yeah
0: yeah 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 L- Leo was, like, off his game in this episode. Like, you know, you, he really, like... I mean, in general, he took a back seat in this episode. Yeah. He, he didn't really do Are much. Sh-
1: sh- I wish Leonardo's voice actor was on vacation in this episode. <laughs> then, then,
0: <laughs> and then Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, like, you know... Uh, Shredder knows he, who he is. He goes into... He goes back into the lair. He sees... Roxanne and Bebop, they captured, uh, Michelangelo, and at this point, uh, like, Mikey's, like, talking and everything, and, and, like, they, and then, uh, they say the classic, the, the, the classic insult, oh, put a sock in it to, like, you know, like, to tell him to be quiet, Uh and he actually shoves a sock in his mouth.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was a sock?
0: Yeah, it was socks, yeah.
1: Because I was thinking why they put a cake in his
0: mouth. (laughs) No, it's not a cake.
1: And why he's not chewing the cake, why he's holding on to the cake. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, all right, all right, all right. Here's the thing. Like, they didn't, like... It's not like they tied the sock around his (sighs) mouth. They just put it in his mouth. But he has this thing in his mouth, like, throughout the whole time he's, like... like, you, You would think, like, Michelangelo would, like, spit this out. And... Now there not- is some like animation inconsistency as, as like there's some parts where there's some parts where he doesn't have the sock in his mouth,
2: um, but
0: then within but a few scenes later, um, he has a sock back in his mouth. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But like at the same time, there should have been no reason why Mikey kept this sock in his mouth <sighs> for this long because there's nothing really to stop him. Uh, See, so yeah, at this point, like uh, Shredder's in there. Uh, I don't like Shredder has no idea that he can like turn into Michelangelo. Oh, I know exactly, yeah. And and he's like, okay, where's the disc? And they're like, we thought you had the disc. And he's like, oh my god. And like you know, it's like he's trying to figure out where the disc is. He has no idea that he gave the disc to the turtles, like because he was Michelangelo. Yes. And
2: uh,
0: and then we get back into uh Donatello and April as they like as Donatello like upgrades April's computer so it can like look at the disk and then we find part 2 of this hologram plan that they, that after after they fool the turtles with Michelangelo they're going to fool the state of, the country of America
2: <laughs>
0: with the president of the United States. <laughs> and, and then, uh, like, I, at this point, you're it's like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. You went from, all right, let's go stop the turtles to, we are going to control the country. The Shredder and Crank has never tried to do anything outside of New York. Now they're ready to go stomp on Washington, D.C.
2: <laughs>
0: like, and it's it's like, it, 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 and it's not like, okay, let, let's go for the mayor or the governor of, of New York. No, they're going straight to the top. <laughs> and, like, at, at this point, it's like, okay, like, how is the hologram. Cause the hologram can't touch things. Like how, how is it going to be like the hologram is going to like all of a sudden, like be able to take over and like control the country. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because like, um, the funny thing is like when they bring this part up again, like later on, like you shredder starts talking to Krang uh, about it and Krang is clear. That Krang is going to be the president <laughs> of the United States, and that Shredder, of course, and that Shredder will be the vice president. And Shredder was like, "You know what? I'm okay with that." He was like, "You know what? That's second in command." Uh, he Shredder was like, "I'm okay with this and everything." But yeah, but we got, but yeah, that 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 that's their plan. That, that, that's their plan after they after they stop the turtles. Go after the country. At this point, uh, Shredder realizes he doesn't have the disc. And he decides he needs to go back into the pizzeria. And also, Donatello also wants to go, needs to go to the pizzeria. He doesn't know his brothers are in danger. Uh-huh. And we so we cut into Leo and Raph about to be baked. Yeah, but, yeah, about to be cooked. And all of a sudden, we see... Shredder is about, like, Shredder's over there, and he's, like, asking for the disc, and Wrath actually does probably, like, what I feel is the smartest, like, play uh, I really liked in this episode, where, where he, like, he calls him, like, Michelangelo,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and from there, like, where, like, you know, like, where the turtles are in danger, all of a sudden, their foe becomes their their brother again and uh, and freeze them and like as we see like Shredder like eating or no no he doesn't eat the pizza I'm sorry he just like rips off the pizza yes right
1: <laughs> for me I was very stressed when they were about to be cooked
0: you, you're, you're stressed they're gonna be cooked did you really think that this was gonna be then Charles <laughs> like you know this, this was the one episode like you know out of the ten seasons that you, that you know that he's like oh 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 we're just gonna lose half the brothers right here
1: Let's just watch out two of the turtles a quick. I don't know, but I still I still was stressed.
0: You still so was stressed. It's all
1: right. It's it just shows how successful it is.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
1: And then um, I love this uh, line that Rafael said, who doesn't love uh, to be wrapped in mozzarella. <laughs>
0: That's right, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: so at this point, like, you know, Donatello is over there and... He mentions about the the plan and everything, and so, at this point, the turtles have the idea of like, okay, because they need to know where the synthesizer is. They need to know where Mikey is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they know the only person who knows all this is Shredder, and obviously, who at this point Shredder thinks is Michelangelo. <laughs> And it's just, it's so, it's so funny and odd because, like, they make this, like, plan. And, uh, so we see, like, Shredder and Michelangelo putting Raph and Leo back in the pizza. It's just so funny, like, it's a very funny concept to see. We see, like, Shredder, like, helping out the turtles. (laughs) And, like, even though, like, because... Even though, like at this point, like
1: he's... it was kind of like satisfying, <laughs> isn't it? Right, exactly. Sing, like Shredder, do all those things.
0: Right, right, and so, and like they make a point to say, like, oh, don't make it so, don't make it so hard, because you know, uh, we gotta, uh, we gotta es- escape, and, and then, at this point, like you know, they like uh, they ask, like they ask Michelangelo Shredder to point the blaster at him and like he's like why do you want me to do that? It's like oh because you're Shredder and he turns back into Shredder
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and and like uh from here what happens is like either Raphael or Leonardo I, f- I already forget who had the disc but throws the disc and like the the four hands that the pizza oven have is like playing like keep away with Shredder at this point, and uh, the and then the other two turtles they break out of the pizza, and Shredder finally gets frustrated with the machines and he blasts the ha- blasts two of the hands so he can grab <laughs> the disc.
1: That was funny.
0: Yeah, and he and like he as Shredder thinks is successful, he grabs the disc, and. Uh, runs to the the hideout now something I want to something I want to add at this point we see when he runs out of the pizzeria that there's three trash cans and then the trash cans pops out the turtles heads <laughs> did you notice which did you notice the, uh, who one of the turtles were who what which one of the turtles did you see who what which oh, one of the turtles who who the, who was? It was an mis- animation mistake. Oh, really? Yeah. One of them was Michael- Michelangelo.
1: Oh, one of them was Michelangelo? Yeah,
0: one of them was Michelangelo. It's like, I was like oh, that's a person they're trying to save. <laughs> and someone someone in the who does the animation or the coloring mistakenly uh now I already I, I wrote it was Mikey, but I didn't write which one got replaced. Um, but uh accidentally put the wrong color uh, they put the orange headband when it should have been the other headband, and then even like when they show the turtles follow Shredder to the hideout with the synthesizer, we still see Mikey's headband, but then it gets corrected. Uh
2: huh.
1: It probably Donatello.
0: Probably maybe it, it was I want to say it was Raphael, but it, it could be it could have been Donatello. But well, I, I, didn't, I didn't that part I didn't uh, that part I didn't pay attention to. So now we're at the climax of the scene. Uh, Of the episode I should say The climax of the episode And we have Shredder He's putting the disc Back in the synthesizer And at this point It makes Like So many Michelangelo Michelangelo holograms
1: And like here uh, I love the music Yes Kind of like That's always
0: like my favorite Like action music
1: Yes Uh, Because like Michelangelo Was also like Had like a kind of like movement It was like but right, right,
0: right. It looks like he was like dancing with it.
1: Yes, it was like very fun.
0: Right, no, no, no. It was definitely very fun. It was that that action music we've seen, we heard in other episodes. But like as you're right, like the way he was like moving to it, like he was doing like karate moves, but it looks like more like a dance. Yes. And yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. It was a it was it was very fitting, uh, for that uh for that scene. Uh, one line I really like, and I believe it's Bebop. Bebop says this. He says. I wish I could count so I could keep score. Oh okay. yeah, I always like love that line. But you we're seeing Roxanne up just zapping everywhere. <laughs> um and as they're blasting and these are holograms. And like and and so again, with my with my thing was well, like I was gonna say, like these are holograms. They they don't they can't actually they can't actually touch anything. Oh, and, we like, even though these holograms looked so much like Michelangelo, they couldn't, like, hurt it. I'm still wondering, how was the hologram of the president going to fool the country? <laughs> oh, like, you know, like, they're going to, like, how, like, this president couldn't sign anything.
2: It's
0: not like he, like, oh, I signed, I, I signed this order to make Crane the, the next president of the United States. Uh, but, but yeah, like, um, uh, the, the blast everywhere, every, like, everything is in, like.
1: I'm just thinking, uh, if Crang be the president, who will be the first lady?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
1: It probably it will be me.
0: It would be you. <laughs> 100%. If Crang becomes president, you will be the first lady. You're 100% right about that. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but. And
1: Michael Jawa was saying, uh. How do you make many of me's?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, after all the confusion, the turtle... The other three turtles were able to, like, free Michelangelo as, like, the... As Roxane and Beowulf were distracted. And Shudder, like, finally he goes and, like, shuts the doll down. He's like, look, there's no more turtles. <sighs> and we find... And then we see the other four turtles there. And this is actually what I really liked about this episode. Because... It, this episode like really keeps the action going, because you think at this point where Roxanne and Beowulf blast everything, you think like okay that's it, it's over. Like they're gonna uh, mess up everything there and then and then it's over. Yeah. But then like we get into another peril scene where Shredder was like, all right, I capture you in a force field. So random force field. Why didn't have they use this force field on Michelangelo? I don't know. <sighs> But they had this force field around the four turtles. And it's like, oh no. And it it, it it you have that second of like, oh gosh, what are they gonna do now? Uh, something else I want to um I, I want to note about the force field is that there's that one point where Michelangelo is talking and the force field's gone. They forgot to animate the force field. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Also, the lighting of the force field really made, for me, really made, like, Donatello and Leonardo look the same. Like, uh-huh. uh, because of the the and the, it's the Yeah, the color. It's the color. It's that, that weird red color. So, right where, right where, like, the audience and the turtles are like, okay, we're done. How can we get out of this? Michelangelo makes the idea. He was like, hey, I'm already out there. And he shouts his name to Shredder. Mm-hmm. And Shredder's like, let me get you guys out of here. <laughs> and he goes and starts blasting the synthesizer into force field. Where the synthesizer hits Shredder in the head again. Just like in the beginning. Basically showing like, okay, Shredder's not going to turn into Michelangelo anymore. Yes. Um, and, he's, and he he doesn't have the memories of Michelangelo anymore either. So he shouldn't know where the lair is. Uh, but... Rocksteady has this line that I love because I love the way that Cam Clark delivers this line because he says, "What have you got nuts or something?" and like the way he says it's so cool. I really like the the way he said it. <laughs> and that's for some reason that's where like Rocksteady ever realized that Shredder is a Ninja Turtle.
1: But, uh, like, uh, before that, uh, Shredder called Kalbunga.
0: Right. Yes, he did.
1: Yes.
0: He did. He did say Kalbunga. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I know we mentioned this before, but James Avery does an
1: amazing
0: <laughs> job of, of uh, getting that Michelangelo spirit.
1: Yes, yes. I, exactly. mean,
0: I mean, to be honest, like, you would, the way he did it, you would think, like, he was Michelangelo for three years. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, he's like, like, he just does an amazing job, uh, throughout this episode. The Sinsider blows up, uh, the building's, like, in shambles, the turtles run away. Roxane Bebop capture Shredder, put him in the transport module, and something about, <laughs> I wrote about the transport module, cause, like, sometimes when the transport module, like, drills a hole, it drills it, like, natural, like, you know, like, it's, like, oh, okay, it, it goes in this in this slant. It can make this hole.
2: Yes.
0: This was not one of those episodes. This is a transfer module. Like jumps in the air. Yes,
1: yes. And then turns. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: It jumps in the air. And then it like, goes down to the ground. It's, it's one of those like, like I'm sure like the animators were like, okay, it needs to draw, drill into the ground. They're like, how do we do that? Ah, just <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this is unnatural ways. <laughs> 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 the only thing that this episode was missing to be honest was i would have loved i would have loved to see seen the shredder and krang interaction that of like Krang trying to figure out if shredder is really a ninja turtle or not well unfortunately this is the last time we see uh shredder uh shredder in this episode
2: really
0: yeah in what? this episode yeah yeah, because we went... Oh, we,
1: oh, in this episode. Yeah, yeah
0: not the series. Just...
1: I thought in this season.
0: No, 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 no. We have plenty of Shredder. Shredder's not going away. <laughs> no, no, no. In, in this episode, like, you know, that, no, no, like, that was it. That's the only thing this episode's missing. I, I would have loved like, a <laughs> ending scene of, like, what happened to him in the Technodrome. But our ending scene we have in here, it, it this is bothered me when I was a kid. And it still bothers me now because we get to the scene where uh, the turtles, they bring they have a stack of pizzas and they're like, oh, let's get some pizzas. And they're oh, like,
1: oh, they put the pizzas on top of each other. Because... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's not the part that bothers me. The part that bothers me is that like, you know, cause like, uh, so after, after like, you know, they're like, Mikey, do you don't want pizza? And he's like, no, I crave pizza no more. And then, uh, and then like Splinter was like, okay, let me take this uh, mind control off you, and then he was like, okay, I want pizza again, um, and so there's this part where he's like, okay, I want this pizza, I want this pizza, and we hear these sound effects of, like, pizzas being thrown at Mikey, or he's, uh, taking pizzas, but instead of it, like, instead of, like, the actual animation of, like, Mikey getting the pizzas, we just have an animation of, like, the still animation of, like, the turtles sitting down... And we see Raphael's mouth open when the sound effect
2: goes.
0: (laughs) And it's always bothering me. I'm like, because, like, it's always like, okay, there was something missing there. You just forgot to put it there. (laughs) And, like, they had, like, sound effects. So, someone knew to put sound effects where the sound effects belong. (laughs) It's just that they just missed that part.
1: I'm just so surprised, like, how talented is your ears.
0: (laughs) I mean, well, like, you know, when you sit and watch this episode as a kid, like, so many times.
1: No, I mean, this is not the first time that you pay attention to sounds like this.
0: <laughs> but, of course, this episode ends with a very classic gif that a lot of people use when they talk about Ninja Turtles and pizza. And that's a Mikey just taking a slice of pizza and just, like, shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> but like it's it's a gif. Like if you look, if you go on like Twitter and like type or Giphy and type in Ninja Turtles pizza or Mikey eating pizza, you see this gif.
1: Yes, yes, I think I saw the gif before.
0: Yeah, and that is everything that is in this awesome filled episode.
1: And uh, at the end, I uh, love that uh, I don't know which one of the turtles I said uh, with this uh, appetite. Who needs a clone?
0: Yeah, that's uh that was Raphael. Raphael said that like like uh with his appetite. Wh- who needs clones of Mikey? Yes. Right. No. Uh, th- very classic line. So this is what at Mike uh, Mike E Perez uh from Twitter had to say. He said this is one of those episodes where I looked at the animation and immediately thought Garrett Garrett Ho, who was one of the pencilers on Archie TMT and series. I can't be sure but I think I remember spotting his name in the credits. Honestly, though, I was like 11 at the time, so I don't really know if he worked on the animation. The episode did have a very uh, Team TA comic book feel, though. Oh, I have to check. Um, I'm not sure if Garrett Ho was actually involved uh, with the animation with the uh, Fred Wolf uh produ- produce productions or not mm-hmm. uh he could be but that that would be interesting and it, it would actually be pretty cool if uh if he did both the comics and the show that would actually be pretty cool I'll, uh we'll, we'll take a look and see if that if that was and this is uh this is from at Naked uh Weaver he said my brother at De- at the Deadly Mantis and I were just talking about how this was one of the all-time greatest episodes. <laughs> what do you think about that? It, um, do you think that this is one of the all-time greatest episodes? I think so. Yeah, I, to be honest, like I, as I said, this is like one of my favorite episodes. I mean, and I, I've expressed this so many times. Like this is like, I felt like this is like where Ninja Turtles like shines the brightest because the
1: only thing I didn't like about this episode is Craig's voice. <laughs> we didn't have enough crying, and the little crying that we had was not original.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, definitely agree. It, like you know, we should have a remaster of this episode, and like someone go and like get Pratt Frehley to like record, uh, Krang's lines. Just, just have that, <laughs> and then like this episode would just be a masterpiece. And, like, maybe fix some of the animation mistakes. But to be honest, the animation mistakes is what nin- makes Ninja Turtles.
1: To be honest, I mean, I, I love all the turtles. And I know each person has their own favorite uh, turtle. But, I mean, this episode shows that how much um, Michelangelo is the king of the turtles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, the concept of this was, like, it was just something cool. And it, and, like, especially, like, now that I'm older... And I know about uh, the the acting and animation wise and like you could appreciate all this stuff. Yes. Because they could have made this cheap. And especially earlier this season we had one of these episodes where they switched minds. And that was such a common uh, that was such a common like cartoon trope. Because like I swear like every cartoon had to have a thing like, oh, they the two characters switch minds. Because yeah. it's, so, it's for animation that's so easy to do. And it's a fun concept for kids. And instead of... Instead of doing that... they just like... Hey, we're taking it a little step further. And I've never seen another show try to do something like this. <laughs> like... And no one... I don't think anyone's ever tried to... Attempt to do like a plot. Like this. Like where... Someone... Where, where someone actually thinks that they're another character um while the other character is still that person yeah like um, so that's I mean it's such it, it was such a unique and fun idea and like you know I'm gonna I, and I would I would say this like if you have anyone who's not seen the the original series, Definitely, I would say, introduce them to this episode. And, like, that way, if the person likes this episode, then they... You know that person will like the entire series. If the person doesn't care for this episode, then you know that there's... I mean, there's really not much for them, for this series. Because, like, you know, even though... Even though, like, the first season is a little more serious. And the last three seasons um, are so different. I mean, this... This episode is what encapsulates. It has like the best of has the best of the action, best of the silliness, and it just it it puts in there this nice package what I really like.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Right. Uh but yeah. Uh really enjoy
1: It, it was a perfection.
0: It it really was a perfection. Uh I mean watching this again just just made me all it did was just make me uh like it even more. And I, you know, as a kid, I watched it so many times. I ran that tape through and I, I mean, there's, there was a, nothing about it. i never get bored with this episode. <laughs> and thank you, everybody. Everybody, I, uh, we asked you guys to give us your input and you guys really delivered. We've seen a lot of names that we never seen before. I try to get through all of you guys. And I hope I didn't miss you guys. If I did miss you, um, your comments, let me know. I'll make sure to uh, bring it up in the not- next podcast. But thank you guys. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about the episode Invasion of the Turtle Snatchers. So if you have any questions or memories about uh this episode, be sure to tweet at us at Turtle Recall Pod or email us at Turtle Recall. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder, uh, this Sunday, at Wizard World, um, uh, Wizard World TV, I believe it's the YouTube channel, you can see the, you can see the actual, um, uh, hour-long panel with the four original voice actors. For and free. For free, yes. Yes, I'm gonna comment this. For free. Alright, uh, the autographs and that kind of stuff cost money, but... <laughs> because we've we've had several people We had several people ask us like Oh man I want to see this but I don't have the money No 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 the panels are free Everything else like and I promise you for an hour This is going to be awesome I Obviously I haven't seen it yet because it hasn't Been recorded but it's going to be incredible
1: So we just uh, I just ended with this uh, Line of <laughs> that, Who doesn't enjoy wrapped in mozzarella Now <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy Watching this episode again and again.
0: That's right. That's right. All right. Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV Network. Be sure to go to red.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.